Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. I'm your host, Nancy Today, we're on episode number 84. Can you believe it? And we're going to be discussing how to read a bid. Did you know that there are certain sections of a solicitation that you should read together? Well, if you didn't, we're going to go over which ones you need to read together and certain things that you need to look out for. I'm not going to pull up an actual solicitation because depending on what you're bidding on, whether it's a still bid or all the other ones, they're different per each one, but the sections are basically the same. So I'm going to refer to those section letters so that you know which section I'm talking about. But before we get started, let's roll that intro. Welcome back. We left off on the last episode with you reading the solicitation multiple times. The purpose of that was to make sure that you were familiar with the actual solicitation and you understood what the government was looking for. Now, if you don't know, you need to go to the Federal Business Opportunities website, fbo.gov, where the government will list all procurements above $25,000 except for the Federal Aviation Administration. The FAA will list theirs separately in a different place. So you need, if you're interested in doing stuff with the FBAA, you need to go to where they list their website. And that's in one of my other videos. So we go back to, as we were discussing, the purpose of reading the solicitation is to make sure that you thoroughly understand exactly what the government's looking for. You may have taken the time to highlight certain things to make sure you draw your attention to them and remember exactly what they were looking for. Now you can begin to break down the solicitation and we're going to do it in five simple steps. Step number one, the first and most important sections you should read together are section L, which is supplies or services and price costs and instructions conditions, and notices to offers. Make sure that the product or service is something that you can provide and whether you can comply with all the requirements. If you can't, then you may want to pass on this solicitation and not bid on it. Now we're going to go back and look at step two. We're going to read section L, which we just read before in step one, and we're going to then add section M which is the evaluation factors for award. These sections will tell you which factors the government is going to use to evaluate the bids and descending on who will receive the contract. It will specify any key personnel, technical capability, or financial transportation resources that may be needed. Check these factors carefully to see whether your company is deficient in any of these areas. If you are, correct those prior to placing your bid. If you're unable to, then you may want to pass and not bid on this solicitation. Important tip. You must consider all the factors in the contract, not just some, so make sure you take notes. 
Now let's go on to step three. In step three, you're going to spend some time and determine the general and specific requirements of the contract. You will find this information in the description, specifications, and the statement of work. What is the government looking for? Review those specifications carefully. You must be able to comply with every single one of them. Once you're able to do that, then let's move on to step four. But I'm going to give you another important tip. If you have any questions that result as a part of reading these solicitations, you need to have them addressed prior to contract award. Technically, I would get them addressed prior to submitting my proposal because it may change your price. Now let's go on to step four. We are going to read the contract clauses, special contract requirements, packaging and marking, inspection and acceptance, deliveries or performance, and contract administration data. These sections are going to tell you the technical requirements on which you will need to perform. Some of the requirements might sound extreme, but remember that especially if this item that you're, you're procuring is going to go to the military, it needs to be extreme in order to stand up to the extreme conditions that they serve in. Now let's go on to the last step. You're going to read the certification provisions. Currently, you don't have to answer the reps and certs in each solution that you respond to. You only need to certify that the data you put into your SAM registration is current or to indicate any changes necessary for the specific solicitation. However, read the section, representations, certifications, and other statements of offerers. Here is where you will certify that you are either a small business, an 8A contractor, a hub zone, a service-disabled veteran-owned small business, or a woman-owned small business, and that you are an equal employment opportunity business and that you agree to certain other policies and programs for the government. So make sure you read it word for word. This is going to help you bid intelligently. In conclusion, remember to review the sections of the solicitation together. Remember, we did L and M together. That's going to give you a complete picture of what the government is looking for. Also, it's best to submit any questions that you may have to the government prior to submitting your bid or prior to contract award. It is our hope that by providing you with this information that you'll be able to put together a winning bid package. Now, some of you may be saying, why didn't you put up and show me the actual solicitation of a section L, a section M? And that is because they're different depending on what you're bidding on, depending on if you're going for a sealed bid, depending on if you're going for a negotiated bid. The different types of bids have different forms. You remember we go back to that in the one of the other earlier episodes. We talked about the different forms that are required that are used for these different bids. So it's difficult, but the sections are going to be pretty much the same. So as long as you follow those sections like I have outlined today, you should be able to answer the questions and be able to put together an intelligent bid. If you have any comments or questions, please remember to leave them below. Also, please remember to subscribe. I appreciate each and every one of you. And until next time, be safe.